All right, y'all. It's episode two. It is episode two. It's episode two, okay? We are here. We are queer. We are late nights with Oko and Coco, and thanks for tuning in. This is our, this is our penultimate. Penultimate is second to last, right? It is. No. So this is our... Second. Just say second. second. <laughs> this is our second episode. Yeah, second. Um, welcome for working out the kinks. We're like, we're getting used to the set and the lights and the... It's a good time. It is, and it's always nice to um, work out kinks in front of people. Yes, as you should. Kinks are definitely to be worked out in front of an audience. Yes, because people yes. like to feel like they know you, and we are all human. Today's drink is Matador by South Norte. Yes. Okay? Tequila, pineapple, lime, and other natural flavors. Okay? Here for the tequila. Alcohol. We are in here. Sponsor us. Right, I should have put the box over there. Yeah, no, uh, we'll we'll flash the logo across the screen. Uh, we for those raised in the church, this reminds me of you know at the first Sunday or after church where one. It's not that bad. It's not too sweet. It's not too sweet. I thought it would be too sweet for you. I mean, you. it's sweeter than something I would prefer to be drinking. Yeah, you wouldn't buy it. No, maybe for like the beach. Interesting, because you're not. You're not. It wasn't a quick no. It wasn't a quick no. It's not that. It's not like that sweet. Mm. You like things that are sweeter than. I this. felt like you would say it was too sweet, but yeah, it reminds oh. me of the good old church. And only thing is, is that it just it got some liquor in it. So for the church folk, go and buy a Matador South Norty. Oko and I go and have fun. Oko and I drink a lot, just particularly together. Um, and he likes really sweet shit. I do not. Oko specifically only wants a very sweet drink. That is true. As gay as this background. Like he's very sweet fruity. and if is if it's uh if it's not sweet, I want it also salty. Well So there is never there's never well, like there's that. Uh there's never uh I am not I love in the middle. salty. Uh, I'm either salty <laughs> or I am very sweet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me would agree that uh and I can give both. Uh, so I think that we, this is a question that I want to pose to you, but I also want to uh, ask the audience yeah. to uh, write us and tell us, how have you changed the most over the last year? Hmm. My kind of entire life is different than it was a year ago. Pretty mm. much everything about it from like where I live, what I drive, what I do for work, what like my entire life is different now i live alone mm-hmm. um or a little bit more comfortable with the idea of like myself and the comfort that is like just like being alone this is a new thing for me um uh, a lot of people some people never have have never lived alone have never really spent a lot of time alone um i mean since moving to los angeles have just been getting like a crash course in like <laughs> solo <laughs> life um, yeah. which is a la is kind of a lonely city um, I think that, and I've heard that before as well. Um, so just like, I mean, for the, yeah, in the last year, quite a bit has changed. Everything. Literally everything. For the good? For the better. It's giving, it's, it's giving more sustainable. Okay. Um, it's more self-reliant, a little less, uh, in, in some version of things, I also think it might be a little bit more stable. 
excited for the next year. This year has been this, this year was like so just like the, the ground just kept shaking and just everything kept changing and then right, changed right. again and changed again and then changed a fucking few more times. So, what about you? Ooh, how have you know what? It, it's it's changed. Yeah. A year ago, I was when I think back on a year ago today, I was um, I probably would have said that I was happy. Uh, okay. for sure. Uh, and I you and you aren't happy today. I don't know if happy is the right word. Okay, I'm getting through. I get that. Yeah, I'm getting through, and I am actively getting through. I am pushing through. Uh, audience members who don't know, I think I've said this on the first episode, just briefly, I lost my grandmother a month and a half ago, so she was my favorite person, so uh, happiness is not where I am. But mm -hmm. Fantasia said I'm here. I'm here. Uh, and so did good old Dorinda Clark Cole for you black uh, gospel girls. And That's not Dorinda Clark Cole. That's Fantasia. Uh, <laughs> um, so I am I am here. I am I feel more grown up okay. than I did last year. Okay. And I'm more honest this year than I was last. And I wasn't faking anything last year, but I can stand in this place and know that I have since September 30th given people close to me. The most honest version of myself I've ever given. Okay. The most honest version. Okay. You being one who is a friend in real life, and anyone who is a friend of mine personally, and not just people who see me, hey, Oko, how you doing? Because people mm -hmm. do do that. Of course. But people who actually know me, I have actually given friends the most honest version of myself. That has been some no's. Sure. That has been, I can't help you right now. That has been, I'm not interested. That has also been hanging up the telephone mm. when I couldn't talk. Sure. And I wouldn't have done that last year because I didn't have a reason to. So okay. that's where, that's kind of where this year is. It's like I am my most honest self and honest in the sense that even some of the little manners that I thought I lived by, I don't, I can't pull from them right now. Okay. And I think that's just a grieving process that it forces you, for some of us, if you truly trying to honor it. And I don't want to fake through grief. I want to just get through it because when it. I'm through it, I want to be through it. Yeah. So I don't want to have any trimmings. I don't want to have any, any, any crutches. Mm -hmm. So faking the one to do something, knowing that I don't, is not going to serve me in the end. Sure. But what will serve me in the end is telling whoever that is I can't do it and also knowing that. When I do want to do it again, I'm going to really do it. Okay. So I think that that is where I am. I believe that this year, even though I'm more sadder, even though I am more, um, it feels more like a push these days, I am also more honest. And I do believe that honesty ultimately gets us to where we need to go. So I trust it. That's another thing. I trust it. Like I'm completely fine with where I am. I actually trust that this too shall pass. I actually trust it. I, I know it will. I know that these stages I'm going through is just the stages of what happens. I know it. So I, yeah. can, I, can, I can live within and knowing that I have the tools within me to do it. I also have support to allow me to do it. Sure. And I have people in my life who respect me enough to allow me to do it and help. And that's another thing for like people out 
listening, like try to get you some help when if you're going through, even if it's just seasonal depression, get you some friends and some people that respect you. Let's talk about seasonal depression for sure. a second. Sure. Um, I'm from New York where seasonal depression is more of a thing. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, actual yeah, where cold place, days really cold are Cold days thing. are really our yeah. thing. Gray days are where a thing. Where cuffing season is a thing. A thing and like, and like a, a real spat of time. Right. So like, you know, in New York, it's cold from October to March. I've seen snow on Halloween and Mother's Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm happy that this winter is not like fucking last year. Mm-hmm. L.A. was un- was awful last year. L.A., these rent prices were not making sense with the weather we were getting last year. This is at least this last, you know, thanks, you know, Thanksgiving. Yesterday was 80 degrees. You know, it's been it's been hot as hell. I can I can enjoy a November. My my sky high rent makes sense mm-hmm. when the weather is doing what it's supposed to, when the global is warming. Thanksgiving. So you guys know that I don't have too much to say because besides I was grieving, I ate Thai food and it was good. And I gave thanks. And remember my grandma. That's on that. Uh and but I did scroll through Instagram and I saw some pictures of food. And I could hear my grandma saying, if you don't got nothing nice, honey, don't say nothing at all. A lot of you bitches cannot cook. Just God bless them. A lot of you bitches cannot cook. It's insane. Like, it's like, it's like, I've, I have met people who are like, I can't, like, I was making the gravy yesterday and the one of my friends at the, she just was like in awe of the gravy being made. And gravy literally is do I know three, this person? It's three things. No. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's it's literally three fucking things. It is it is dripping flour and onions. Uh, that's it. <laughs> like there's there is yeah. A, there but is, you actually can make a, gravy. A lot of people can't make it's, gravy. It's not. It's, it is not hard. <laughs> like it's like yeah. But I actually know some. I actually know some people who can cook who will go and buy some gravy packs. To be fair. I gravy is not that difficult to make. It's not it's not cook, but I I am intrigued all the time at the amount of people I know who cannot cook. But you're not saying that just because you don't know how to make gravy you can't cook. No, I'm saying I'm saying that gravy is very easy, and and she was she was watching me do it, and there was only it, it like some cumin, some salt, some pepper, like it was just like a little a couple seasonings. Some, what did she learn? No, she didn't. Oh, okay. No, what are you watching for it? Yeah, God so, bless them. No shot. But no, I think that the people in their food, um, here's the thing that I have learned. Food is like an ugly child. Okay. If it's all you know, and if you love it, you love it. Okay. Like I have seen people who, to me, children that were not cute, and I knew that their mama thought they child was cute because they said look at my cute child yeah, yeah yeah my auntie meanwhile the kid looks like a fucking shoe or something my auntie used to would say and this is shout out not shout out because she did too lord uh <laughs> um <laughs> thinking of Aunt Polly uh, Aunt Polly used to would say even a baboon loves his kid <laughs> and her reasoning for saying that was because even a baboon loves his kid uh, so I, God bless them, but I'm saying that because I think with food, I hear people really hype up food, and it's it's not that they're delusional. Yes, it's they that there's, but that's all they're that's all they know. If you only know your mama dressing and how she told you how to make dressing, then what else do you do besides think that that's the way it look? So I grew up 
And you know, you know those people who are like, oh my God, I can't wait to go home. Mom's home cooked food, auntie's home cooked. My, that was not my experience. My mother cannot cook. Okay, she fed us. There was food on the table. There was easy on your mom on this there podcast. There was there was food <laughs> on the table. Don't do that. She's not gonna watch this shit. <laughs> She's not gonna watch this shit. So like, as one who <laughs> don't mind going in on people, yeah, I don't want your mama looking at this and you telling letting the people know that she can't cook. But she, I think she can cook better now. But I've been like you to say that I've been out the house. I have been out the house for ten years. So okay. she, Sherry learned how to cook in the last ten. So that's when you've had things since you left that was good. I've had things since I've left that were better. Name them. <laughs> for those, for, this is not really name them. For those who watch Beverly Hills Housewife, that was a shout out. Shout out to Sutton. There's a character on Beverly Hills Housewife named Sutton Schrag, and she was having a conversation with her friend Kyle on this recent episode. And Beverly Hills Housewife is like the number one housewife now. For years and years, it was dominated by the Emma. girls in Atlanta. Yeah. Good old Nene Leagues and Phaedra Parks and sure. Candy Burris and Portia Williams and Cynthia Bailey. I don't know any um, of these bitches. I know, you know Candy, Nene, I know Candy Burris. And you know Candy. I know Candy Burris. And you and know, know Nene. Nene Leagues. Yeah, yes. Too, and you've heard of Phaedra. Is that the white girl? Phaedra's black. She's Who's a lawyer, Kim. Kim. Well, this Kim I'm talking about, Kim Richards, is on uh, Beverly Hills, and she was trying to tell her friend that her friend had been acting strange, and every time she tried to give a reason, Sutton would say in her southern accent, name them. Name them. Name them. Where are the receipts? And she gasped. She so bulldozed it to where it just made Kim, not Kim. Kim is her sister. It made Kyle so upset, but every time she tried to do it, she said, name him. Name him. So that was really a reference when I said name him. Do not name your mama. Let God bless her. Uh, She's great. Yeah, she there is. There was always food on the table. The she lights is. were on. We learned stuff. She just wasn't a very creative cook. Maybe that's the better way to put I it. I think that's it. She, she just, made three things. It, I grew up on lasagna. No, <laughs> not on. even fucking lasagna. I grew up, which is like a similar. I grew up on spaghetti, meatloaf, and chili. My now God. note that those are all the same fucking thing. <laughs> like those, like those, those are all the same fucking thing. So those are and those are my <laughs> So me and my sister. Which cooked, why it should have been good. Me and my sister cook very well. Oh, can your sister cook? Oh, yeah. Nice. We could, we could both really cook. And it's because we had to learn. Because <laughs> that was what we were going to learn out of it. That was where we were going to eat. <laughs> we wanted to eat something that we liked or something, some variation from those couple dishes. I wouldn't even know if I could say that my mom. Can my mom cook? I don't know. I do know that uh, she does, she does, she's doing more cooking now. And she would say that she raised me on McDonald's. That's what she would say. <laughs> She would say that, and she would say that, because, you know, sometimes you live and you learn with family, especially with parents, that your recollection of something is not the same thing as theirs. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> sometimes that can be the biggest of conflicts, because, sure. I mean, if, if a kid, I heard someone say years ago, a person that I knew said he was having, this was during COVID, the beginning of COVID, and he was having a conversation with his therapist on the telephone, because we could not leave. Mm-hmm. So it was all tele, telephone talk. And I overheard him saying about his father, who had been a, a pretty abusive to him his life. 
He said to the therapist, he said, he gaslights me. He said, but he don't just gaslight me. He makes me think the things that I know happened didn't. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought that for me, that was the first time I, he like gave language to, to me, a true tactic of abuse. I mean, it's one thing for me to say I don't agree. Of course. Or I don't remember. But it's another thing for me to say to you that that did not happen. Oh, yeah. Which I'm very careful as a person. I don't tell people it didn't happen, even if I know I don't remember it like that. Because I find it that memory is not linear. And things that you see, I do not see. And things that happen, the way you see it, it just may not happen. I have had people say to me a recollection of something, and I was right there with them, and I listened to them, and I thought, well, I got shit. I was at the wrong. I was. I must be asleep. I must have been asleep. Because I never saw this. That, that never. That That's not how it went down to me. That ain't what I saw. So I do. Parents I, do that shit all the time. True. Parents but, do that shit all the time. But to my mom, she, we was. I was. We were burying my grandmother, and she uh, and I was at McDonald's, uh, and I was giving her some of my rewards because you know I like McDonald's coffee. Yep. Uh, and I don't eat their food, but I get their rewards. I like so I got 6,000 points. Sure. So my joke with friends are either I'm going to drag a man in there on a date and treat him, or I'm just going to do like I've been doing, giving food to like homeless people. So if I have somebody homeless come to me and say that they want food or money, I just use my rewards. I'm waiting for my McDonald's date. Now, well, that's, that's possible. Oh, it's quicker well. than me cooking for you. I was like, when, uh, when is my McDonald's <laughs> thing coming? Uh, but uh, so my mom was I saying. I want some of this air fried chicken. My mom was saying to me that she, we were in line and I was getting her something. And she was like, yeah, you was raised on McDonald's. I thought you don't want it no more. And I was like, oh, so can we talk? Because as anyone who knows me know personally, I haven't always had that. But that's a whole nother conversation. We don't always agree about things. But when she let me know that, it was like, okay, so we can talk. Because what I'm not going to be doing is fighting you over lying like you was Betty Crocker. Yeah. Black. Oh, yeah. And your ass was not. Like he was in here cooking. Because you were not. You were not Shirley Duncan Hines. My mama will tell you she don't like to cook. She will tell you that that's not her favorite activity. It looked like mine would, too. My, I, I didn't know mine because mine have done some strange things. I think last but year for Thanksgiving, she ordered food that was made for her. What did she do this year? I think my sister cooked. Oh, and she went to her house? or They they, uh, they don't live together, do they? No, they don't live together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, they, I think that they maybe split a little bit of it, and I think my sister did the bulk of the cooking. I think that is great when parents get to the point. Like, we, have, we know someone uh, who daughter is lives in Santa Monica. We know her because she lives in Mar Vista. She's a good friend of mine, uh, Marina Del Rey, actually. And she, for years, had Thanksgiving that she doesn't even have no more because she just go to her daughter's house. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing when you get to the point where you can just say, my kitchen is closed, and I'm going to my child's house to eat. My grandmother just closed her kitchen. She's 75 and said, Sweet. I am done. After this, after this last one, after this Thanksgiving, I was on Good. the phone with her and, great. and my aunt, and it's funny because my mother can't cook, and neither can my aunt. Don't so, do your aunt. So <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do your aunt. <laughs> they, they you not, can do your mom, but leave your aunt alone. They're not cooks. That lady may so, think she know how to cook. And so it's funny because 
So, like, my mother will probably never really have the mantle of having to hold a Thanksgiving dinner because she's had to do this, these, she's had to do a couple years maybe with her and just my sister because mm-hmm. we're over there in New York. But, like, you know, she never had the whole, the whole, the whole meal and likely never will because if, if, if me and my mother are together for Thanksgiving, I'm going to cook most of the food. If me, my mother, and sister are together for Thanksgiving, me and my sister will cook most of the food. And she will sit down and have a glass of wine. I don't <laughs> she, blame her. She's, I don't she, blame them. She's not, she's, I, do not see, I do not see her I the am the friend who anyone out. who knows me know that, like, I am the friend that will definitely come over to your house and bring good company and lively conversation and tell you jokes while you cook. I don't um, mind that. You got to know your role. You got to know. Yeah. What, you gotta but be, I can also be sous chef. Yes, Oko did a great sous chef last year. Yeah, I mean, no. When I'm when I'm in it, I'm in. I just knew that, as you know, I could not. I was of no service this year, was besides just getting through. Great. Uh, but on to other topics. Next. We did Thanksgiving good. We All did. right. Let's talk about Beyonce. Let's talk about sex, baby. So Beyonce dropped her. They're calling it the final trailer. Yes. So it feels like she's saying, hoes, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Michael said, this is it. What's your favorite trailer? I've only saw the second one. I didn't watch the other ones. But you didn't watch, <laughs> the, you didn't watch the last one that just came out? Why didn't you watch it? I have been grieving. You, it's a two-minute trailer. <laughs> I have been <laughs> grieving. I, when I tell you, you I have not. He called me this morning and said, I want to talk about Beyonce. Yes, in this trailer. last one. And he didn't watch it? This last one. This is the third one. Yes, this is the one I watched. You said you watched the second one. I thought, wait, wait, how many of this is? There's three. I've only watched this one, this latest one. Okay, so this one has like more like, it's like more of like the documentary behind the scenes type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one is more of like the live, it's more like live show I stuff. didn't watch that, and I didn't think I watched the first one. I think I maybe watched the first minute, because I do remember, I think she got T.S. Madison in like the beginning of the first one. Or it's maybe it's something the, like maybe that. They're in the second one, yeah, something. Because I do remember hearing that, but I haven't. This one was the first one that I actually played. It's press play. That was this one. No, something like that. She, <laughs> I thought that it was. Um, I'm excited. We will we will see it and then we will talk about it. We will spend we're gonna spend some time on that. So do you want to just wait and talk about? Well, you know what? Let's go. No, we can talk about some of it because Renaissance. Tell us about your experience of Renaissance. Renaissance was so dope. So Corey and I both saw it just to kind of get these people to help a little bit. Both see it. We both saw it. You saw it in New York. Yep. Months before I did. Yep. And I saw it September. I saw it the final, like almost near the end here in LA. And I did not make it to that Diana Ross second that that, that birthday show. I was there the first night, so that would, that would have been that Friday. I think they filmed all the LA shows. They did, um, which is cool. All I, the Houston. And they show and they filmed the Houston shows too. Um, and Atlanta's I, ain't in that too. I heard. I don't think so. I think that's what they're saying. We'll see. That's what they're saying. We'll see. I don't know why Atlanta would not be in it when I feel like that's when it took a turn for like it really went. Like it was after that Atlanta three days after she first did uh, Thick in the country in 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 this world in in, in America because she had not done it. It felt like to me that's really. I think that Atlanta era kind of in it, it. It was the beginning of the end, but it she stepped that pussy up. 
Shout out to T.S. Madison. Beyonce. And that pussy's always up. Always up. I mean, she told us in that trailer she this looked last good in the, She looked good in the intro to the trailer. She looked beautiful. And she, she also said something she that we good. have been saying, and anyone I know have been saying for years. I like how she did give voice to, I don't, I don't have to prove shit. And she says don't that in have the trailer. To prove shit. Yeah, don't and have to And that's like the first time I think I've it. ever heard her say that. I know people who thought that. Beyonce said, bow down, bitch. Well, she did say that, but that's also <laughs> under uh, the moniker of singing, too. Uh, she, this was just her voice saying, I do not have to prove anything. She do not. Mm-mm. And I think that that is incredible. Like, that's incredible because a lot of artists today cannot get on this microphone or to the TV or to the records industry and say, I don't have to prove anything. Very few. I don't know. I mean, I name them. Very, <laughs> no, very, not literally. Very Sutton. Few. Name them. Beyonce, like... So I only think she can say that. I, me and my cousin Maybe Jay-Z. Went, me I my, don't know what Jay-Z has to prove. Me and my cousin went. We were in the... We were on the floor. We were in Club Renaissance. We were right up against the fucking rails. Those Beyonce tickets were wild. I have never... Like, it was such a... I have to go see the movie and buy the movie when it comes out because the experience was so stimulating like I, I i really have a lot of memory it, it's really just i really don't remember a lot of it <laughs> like it was just such a such a stimulating show like i remember pretty much everything leading up to it and then beyonce coming out and me like in dangerous dangerously in love starting and me just almost like like my heart was in my left ball it was very i was like wow this is crazy this is and so- do you cry um, I did cry, but I didn't cry until the end. Okay. I cried at the end because I was just like, wow, this is such a dope experience that I just had. I just had this with my cousin. We're like, that's like my best friend. She is. And like, we, and I, and, it, and we were just two of like the 80,000 people in the fucking stadium. And I was like, she's just been on the second night in this 80,000 seat stadium. And I said, I just wonder, she's she's just going around and making like all these dope, like core memories for all of these people. And I thought that was really beautiful. And that is what made me cry. Tears of joy. I'm I'm not a crier. I saw it um, again. I saw it in September. It was, but I also was one, unlike you, I had watched every night every episode i had every concert i had seen on twitter so, i watched none of the show before yeah I so i didn't it. feel like i knew what everything i was getting into but it was still what i will always remember is i saw it at sofi i also saw it when she had made that that mandate quotation that you wear silver yeah so, so was, we were pre silver yeah oh yeah for sure she didn't do this. She didn't start silver until September. It was yeah. that Virgo season. Yeah. Uh, so just seeing Los Angeles, and by the way, the word was on the in the LA streets was that you couldn't find silver in none of the stores. I went to Sloss and Swap Me, and they said to me, When I tell you we can't find silver in this city, there's nothing. Because three nights Beyonce's coming and everybody's wearing silver. Uh, but I thought that what I a lot of people went a lot of a lot of people went a lot of nights, so they needed like a couple silver outfits. I know people who went like oh yeah, I know people yeah who went. But I know people who went yeah, I know people who went here in L.A. then went back to Houston. I almost yeah, I actually know I know I know I have a friend of mine who him and his his partner both 
saw it two different times. He saw it in Vegas and here. Mm-hmm. They saw it together, and then the partner, because he wanted to get his second time individually, he went to the Houston show and yeah. saw it. Yeah. So, because I've, um, yeah, we all know, yeah, we know people who saw it more than once. I, so what I remember the most about the show was, it was just the like, I'll never forget when she comes up from the stage singing dangerously in love, love and just the piercing the piercing like the screams of the people and i remember thinking it was so loud that it like through my equilibrium i was like oh i had to literally hold on to the rail and i thought in that moment oh so this is what it means to be a star just the idea that 80,000 people in that moment, is screaming for you is enough to bring one to their knees. I mean, that's not easy. This Everyone black woman just commanding. Oh, I mean, just yeah. the, the biggest star. The biggest star. The biggest star. The biggest star. And that's not a dig to nobody else. So people, please don't write me about none of your faves because you can have all of them. Uh, Taylor. You can have all of them. Uh, but I thought that that was... Um, that that was a that's what I think about. But I want to go back to that trailer a little bit because what I liked about that trailer was that it was the first footage that we had seen of the reunion between the Children of Destinies. All all of them. all of them. Yeah, we had heard and we knew that Latoya Luckett, Latavia Robertson, Kelly Rowland, and good old Michelle Williams was at the Houston show. Latoya and Latavia make sense. They're from Houston. Kelly's from Houston. Beyonce's from Houston. Tanitra Michelle is Michelle. She's from Chicago, I think. Well, we had heard that they were all together, and then it it like leaked that they did have like a reunion because Latoya and Latavia both did interviews after, mm-hmm. and people be asking them like, "How was it?" or "Did you did you get to see her?" Mm-hmm. And of course they had the best seats, but she was like, I think it was Latavia I heard on the Terrell show. Shout out to Terrell also because we really want to use this platform to support some of the Black brothers we that love are doing to the, the Terrell, thing. Terrell, we're, we're going to have you on the show. We like Terrell. We we're like gonna, we're going to have you on so that we can sit and talk and chat. We and, like Terrell, and I actually yeah. think that that's a that's a that's a that's that's. That's, yeah, that's on next year. So that's this is yes, twenty twenty four. Terrell's coming to. Yes, we to may. Late know, I think I may know some people that know him too. Yeah. So, because uh, so, uh, I was ten years old in nineteen ninety nine, when Destiny's Child. I was not ten years old in nineteen ninety nine. You were not. You were I not. just want to put that out there. You were not. I was there. I was there. Okay, continue. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I was ten years old, and I can remember. All the articles and the Jet magazines and the AOL chats and Wendy Jet Williams magazine. and all of the people talking about what went down and how, why did the girls leave? And it was Matthew and some were saying it was Beyonce and some were saying that they were enemies and no longer friends. And to see those women in their 40s now reuniting and to know that and this is from what they say. This is from what Latoya, Latavia, and Kelly and Michelle say. Beyonce ain't saying shit. She let she let her life do the talking. But from what they say, 
the idea that they are still sisters and that they have gotten through the kinks. And also that Latavia let it be known that her and Matthew were well. So that also meant something to me because we had heard that because he was their manager, that he had a big part of getting them kicked out. So I really think it's a great success story of how with time and with if love is the foundation and they did love each other because they started with each other. If love is the foundation, even if it goes awry or it doesn't always pan out like you may think, it can come back. And I feel like that's a good thing for some of us who who have wondered, would we ever see that? The other day I had a conversation with a person who I hadn't spoken to in mm-hmm. a few years. It popped into my mind. And it's nice when people have the same number. Because it was, is true. And I just like messaged him. I was like, we used to be pretty good friends and had a falling out. And I messaged him to be like, you know, like, hey, like, I know you got a, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, he's got all these things. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, like, you know, like, I hope you're doing well. You know, I hope you're doing well. And we sat and, chat, and chatted for a second for a couple of minutes. Um, and it was positive. It was nice to, he was like, yeah, like, I see you. I see you out in California. It's so interesting. People who, people who, people might not say anything, but they're watching. Oh, they looking, honey. They looking. They looking. Uh, he was like, you know, just like, people I see, see. You in California. I see what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. People see. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, it was, and it was a nice conversation. We were like, you know, next time, next time, you know, and he was like, oh, I was in LA a couple months ago. Uh, next time I'll come back, like, I'll hit you up. Let's do something. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, let's do it. I think time heals stuff. It does. Time it does. Heals, time it heals does. Stuff. And if it, and even if it doesn't, mean that you or the person are close kind of to circle back to destiny's child like i wouldn't think that latoya and latavia from what we know and we don't know nothing outside of what we see i wouldn't think that latoya and latavia are besties like we know beyonce or not beyonce like we know kelly and michelle is but it is nice to see that they are using words like that we are sisters and that we are friends and that and that they have real love for each other. So I'm the the little gay black kid in me that listened to them on the boombox and remember seeing Latavia, who I thought was so beautiful with the red hair, which is now back to red, which is kind of giving word. They say that they're coming back. I told you this before, uh-huh. that they claim that a reunion is coming. Mm. May not, Latavia is now back to her signature red that she that she was known for, and she looks great. So it's just giving more like fodder to, why you red again, Latavia? You ain't been red since 1999. And why that red? Because it is like, where is this photo? Because it is like top tier Latavia from Destiny's Child Era red. Ladies of your man at home. The club is full of ballers and their pockets full of ground. Yeah, that does kind of look like that. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, okay, she's old. She's old, but she, but 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 she looks great. <laughs> she looks nice. Yeah, she, yeah, she looks she nice. Looks she looks good. She do. Yeah. She, she looks cute. She do. Yeah, I mean they are old. Whatever she that means. Thirty in the club. I mean, and old is not what they are. They're just forty, between forty and between forty and forty-three. I looked up when Jumpin' Jumpin' came out, and Beyonce might have been seventeen when Jumpin' Jumpin' yeah. came out. I'm like, you bitches were so fast. <laughs> I got a new topic. Going pop to my mind. So, how much does it cost for you to be like? like so like OnlyFans, okay? These OnlyFans people make lots and lots and lots of money. 
And not even just like, you know, like the Tigers and the Cardi B's and the big ass names that are on there. There's like people, regular people who are like making, you know. Is Cardi's on still even active? I think so. I don't know. I don't pay for women's OnlyFans. But hmm. um, what, how much oh, income would it take for you to be making a month to put all of your sexcapades on the internet? Or, yeah. Yeah, how much would that, in, or like, or like where, where then like you're like, where it becomes like a job where you're like looking for sexcapades to fill up the internet. How much, what, what does it take for Oko to become a porn star? What's the income? Well, see, that's more of the thing. Like I would have to be looking for something because unless I got to go and pick up old film from, from the bygone years. Sure. Ain't shit happening here. <laughs> so there is no escapades. Um, so if we were to start some escapades, what is, what so is if the, I was to start what is the monthly, what is escapades, the monthly it would be um, to put to, to bust it open on the internet. You know what? I don't know. I'm not, and, and, and it's not that I'm anti, like, because I've actually advised friends who were without money. I'm the friend that I've actually had several friends call me and say that they were having hard times and they were like, I'm thinking of OnlyFans and I said, How can I help? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not against it, but when I think about it for myself, I mean, I have no idea because, I, listen, I've done, I've done some things for Chipotle, so, I, feel I like mean, beggars can't, I mean, I can't get too, too bougie. I mean, like, for my, I'm like, I feel like if I was, if I could just be taking the same sex I was having and filming it. I would put it on the internet if it would net north of maybe like I wouldn't have to work, so it'd have to be north of maybe like six or seven thousand dollars a month. <laughs> and then I would be like, oh, okay, word. I think I would then be a porn star if I was going to net me seven thousand dollars a month to just. And there are people that is doing that for. Hell yeah, there's people who's netting a whole lot more. So you there's know, if you got seven, if you know some, I mean, like what is it, five dollars a month, ten dollars a month? Let's go with ten. Fifteen dollars a month on sale for ten. Yeah, they do a lot of the, 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 the deals. We love a deal. We love a deal. They do a lot of Support the deals. Support your favorite some, sex workers. Yeah, especially today, because today's Black Friday, even though when you guys see this, it is, it's going to always be Black Friday. By the way, every day is Black Friday to me. And I don't go. mean I like bargains, that. but every day is Black Day. I have to so, buy some shit today before it ends, because the shit I was going to buy anyway, and if I don't, then I'm going to just spend double on it tomorrow. Yeah, you should buy it. Uh, I am, um, I'm not doing anything with Black Friday, but I, do, I may do a little bit of, um, uh, what is it called? Cyber, Cyber Monday? Cyber Monday. Yeah, because I've been to shops, so I don't, I don't want to go in and buy anything. There's nothing that I'm thinking of lately that I just got to buy. I need a new air fryer. You probably do need a I'm new air fryer. I'm pissed that my air fryer is broken. I am pissed that my air fryer Why is broken. Why did it break so quick? I, that's what the fuck I'm saying. Oster, your air fryer is shit. Don't buy an Oster Because isn't that fryer. like the air fryer that was gifted and you used it? This was the air fryer... So how I got this air fryer? I bought Don't. my ex an air fryer for his birthday. <laughs> Please. And then he was being a piece of diva shit his entire fucking birthday. So I took the present back and I kept it. I did. And then <laughs> shortly after that, we broke up. He was not happy about that. That was a really funny those are quite an era. And then so I had, but I had an air fryer already. Yeah, he never got it. No, he never got it. Yeah. I had given it, no, I gave it to him. And then <laughs> I took it back. We were, we so were, he just, he, he just, he must have only had it for a day. 
he we he didn't even he didn't even get it out the box. We were off at like a we were up at like a cabin in Big Bear or something. And, and you got it back that weekend. And I took it back with me, which is why that's why I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking because from the moment that I have ever seen the air fryer and I have saw it before you even used it, it was always under the context of this was a gift. Yep. That I have rescinded. So I knew that he hadn't like opened it or anything. No, no, no. He knew it was an air fryer, but he did not. Right, open right, it. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, I had had an air fryer that was working perfectly fine. And then, oh, yeah, you had your air fryer that I met you with for a while. That was a good air fryer. Yeah. That air fryer was a good air fryer. I can't. I would endorse it if I could remember which one it was. And but, you gave that to someone. When well, you moved. actually, the I think what happened was I got into the car accident and it was in the car, and I just. When they came and took the car. This last one? No, the one before that. Oh. They, they came and took the car. Nice. <laughs> this is why I drive a motorcycle now, because I'm tired of getting car. I'm tired of my car is getting hit. I'm tired of it. I am tired of it. You LA bitches can't drive for shit. Stressful. So, yeah, I do not know how much uh, I would. I can't really answer that, but you tell me how much would you. I think it's, again, I think it's like anything north of, if I was making $10,000 a month to just film the sex I was already having and just throw it up on the internet, that's easy. That's hot. I like the, I like the porn that's like, you know, amateurish. That's, that's what I prefer. So like, you know, that, 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 like, you know, that airbrushed lights and I don't like that. I like, you know. <laughs> I like, I like it when it's more real. When the camera fall, because I'm actually doing something. <laughs> when the camera fall, my God. <laughs> I can't, I can't. My God, you know, today. Like, you know, uh, yeah, that's what I, that's, that's. Yeah, no, I am like, I want, I want content. Okay. Like, I want, when I, as a viewer of OnlyFans, I am that person that have actually been in the comments saying, okay, step it up. I'm bored. You comment on porn? Oh, I have. Because yeah. I'm paying you. I get that. I'm no, paying I you. I cannot comment on porn. No, no, no. Oh, absolutely. All you know, someone... All I want to hear is... All I want to do is jerk off. Someone said to me, a friend of... A mutual friend who you know, uh, someone said to me that they read the comments on Pornhub. And I've never done that, but they told me it was the funniest thing they had ever seen. I've read the comments I never on read the comments, before. but I have, and I don't I don't have no reason to write on Pornhub because I don't really look at that. But if I'm on OnlyFans and you showing me you in just some draws and uh, I'm paying you $16 yeah, and you teasing me. You're going to pay $16? I have, you? the most I have paid. That's a lot. Is like 18 that's a lot. I have paid eighteen. Oh no, the most I probably pay is maybe like seven or eight. No, I've paid eighteen, which is why it's like, oh, uh, I need. Yeah, to I guess for eighteen dollars, I would be. No, like, you're Yo, like dropping your draws or something. Like, don't don't be up there just showing I, me the same. Eighteen dollars for the fucking dick print. Mm-mm. Not at all. I can find a dick print on Instagram for free. Uh, yeah, you can. For really, really free. No, you can I go don't. Go on Reddit. I mean, honestly. Peep this. If for those who want the cheap shit, just go on Reddit porn. Go on my Vidster. My Vidsters, they say, is good too. I my don't really do my, my the iPhone. So my, my I had a, I broke my iPhone and I had the app on my phone, mm-hmm. and then like I had I got the new phone. I tried to download the app and I couldn't download it anymore. Why? Because I guess for, there was some loophole how my Vidster got to be an app store, an app store app, and like and it's no longer one. No. 
own. And so now you can't download it, and now I don't have my Vincer anymore. And well, God bless you. Shitty ass Pornhub. Pornhub's interesting. Um, it's boring now. Well, it's boring now. It's because tired. It, because they, they deleted a lot of the videos. Um, because of the they there were like some like underage people were on. Were oh wait, on, that's good. That, yeah, it was. Well, yeah. They, they went and deleted all the videos that were from accounts that weren't like registered. Got it. Which and so that deleted most of their like like files. And what was interesting though, what, what I always thought was interesting about Pornhub was that before the de- before the massive delete, there might have been like seven or eight million videos on Pornhub. Okay. And there was only like eighty five thousand gay ones. Say it again. There was like eight million videos on okay. Pornhub, of which like eighty thousand were gay. Mm. And I thought that was so interesting because there is no porn that I have not been able to find. There is no like you know <laughs> setup that you mm-hmm. that, you know you can't find. And then and then just like but like that's how much more vast the straight porn world is. It's like, actually, I'm going to go on Pornhub right now, and I'm going to see exactly what the ratios are today. So when they, when they did their massive delete, it went from 13 million to 3 million. Okay? So That's about, a big... De- no, literally, they deleted most of it. Like the, most What's of the point of it now? Well, because, well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why it sucks now. So Pornhub has 3 million videos, right? The gay videos consist of... I'm sorry. Let me just get to E, B, C, D, F, G. Amateur, Asian, bareback, casting, chubby, compilation, cream. Okay. Pie. There's 84,000. Why do gay you need videos. to read those? There's 84,000. <laughs> there's 84,000 gay videos and 3 million videos on Pornhub. 84,000? Are gay. Out of th- millions. <laughs> it is, and it's just interesting to me how like it's it's interesting to me how, but that that just says a lot about like like I don't watch straight porn. Like if a girl pops, you do up, not. If a girl pops up on my like screen, I'm gonna shut down my computer. Seriously? Yeah, I don't want to. No, this is not what I'm here for. I don't want to see this at all. You know what? Interesting enough, that's kind of like all I've been watching. The only porn with women. Yes. Yes. Are you serious? Absolutely. You watch porn with. I have like had with like, with like. Oh, I wait. Straight porn or gay porn? No, like straight porn. Oh my god! Really? I and I will not say this person's name, <laughs> but I have friendships that are based on with straight men that are based on. There have been times where I've had straight guys send me porn clips that was straight, like things that they were looking at. Sure. And I've sent them things, and it was straight content. Oh, that's um, very interesting. Yeah, I do not like straight porn. I do not like like vaginas. I'm very, very, very into seeing like a guy fuck a woman. No. Absolutely, yeah. No, I do not like clits or lips or any of those features. I was I've been watching the show Naked Attraction. I've heard about it. It's on like on HBO, Max, yeah. yeah, on Max. I've heard about it. They talk I about have, it on the View. I have seen more vaginas in in in, in watching. Is it really the, like full frontal? Yeah, I hear it is. Oh yeah, it's like naked attraction is like full frontal. It's people dating in reverse, and so like where you start, where you're looking at people naked, and then you check to see if you like them later. Like <laughs> it's like Grinder. 
And um, <laughs> so, 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 so Naked Attraction is, I have seen <laughs> more, God. I have seen more vaginas. Only what you do for Christ will last, I people. I have seen that. more vaginas on fucking. Only what you do for Christ will it's last. It's wild. The amount of <laughs> lips I have seen. All the different types of lips. I'm like, oh my God, vaginas all have, they all look so different. They Straight do. porn? Keep it, yes. Ew. Listen, I went through an era I could not, you could not have told me that I would like straight porn five years ago. But I have had some very nice moments with straight porn. <laughs> there was, I have, uh, now majority. The only straight porn I ever saw that I liked, and I, yeah, I'll say this. It was a, it was like these surfer blonde white people. And they were both blonde and surfer as hell. But she was strapping the fuck out of him. And he was so into it. And that concept was hot. I couldn't jerk off to it. But I did watch it. I did, I did, I did, I did watch it. I said, oh, this is, this is different. This is, this is interesting. Um, so if, do you, do if, you, you, if your girlfriend pegs you, is that gay? No? No? No, no, no. no because see, here's the thing. It's is, gay if it's too... <laughs> it's gay if it is too... It's gay if it's same sex. It's not gay if it's if if it is a male and a female. That's not gay. The idea that sex at are gay. That's not it. There's no such thing. We all got assholes. Okay, I'd like to hear the comments in the bottom. If your girlfriend wants to peg you, if you want your girlfriend to peg you, does that? Okay, okay. I would like. Okay, are any men in the comments? Are you getting pegged by your girlfriends? Do you wish it was a real dick? That's what I want to know. Yeah, but you don't went from is it gay to do you wish you had the real dick? Well, because I don't imagine that's not what. But but, but let's be clear, like there is but if the you prostate are, so if is you in your getting, butt. If you are getting pegged, if you are like, yo, I want my girl to strap me. <laughs> Seems gay. If, okay. If if a guy told me that he liked his girl strapping him. I feel like the only reason he would tell me that is because he wanted me to fuck him. That's not true, Corey. I think that's the only that's reason he would true. tell me that. Why would someone else? Well, that's not true because the truth. Well, I'm going to say that's not is true. Is that not true? <laughs> I don't know if it's not true. I know that that's not the only way to look at is that. that a, is that a unwild? Is that a wild I don't think concept? it's wild. I think it's just the only, it's not the only way to look at that because from like an anatomy standpoint, there is a truth that the male G-spot is in the ass. So the idea that gay men or that all men don't know that or don't have access to that is, first of all, untrue because we all have G-spots. And the, also the idea when we or if you choose to act upon finding it or, or teasing it that that makes you gay is not true. What makes one gay is if it's a same-sex interaction. And we know bitches who are doing gay shit and they telling you that they ain't gay. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so no, they're on behalf, and not on behalf, but to all the straight couples, because we are also very sex positive. YouTube is a, of a hoe to not be. Is that fair to M say? Me? A hoe? Yeah. No. What? To, but is it fair to say that you're sex positive? Oh, I'm definitely sex positive. So on behalf of us both being sex positive, I do not think that it's right to say no. I mean, if you got a girl... And you got her pegging you with a dick. You just got her pegging you with a dick. That doesn't make you gay. So last week, when Cassie came out and said and accused and filed her lawsuit against Sean Diddy Combs 
uh, she did it under the Adult Survivors Act, mm-hmm. which allowed for what they are calling a look back for sexual assault allegations that had fell within the statute of limitations. Fell, yes, fell out of it. Fell out of it, that's yeah. it. So since Cassie has come out, also settled. Oh, yes. Also settled and can never talk about it again. That's the only, that's usually uh, the, the point of, yeah. Which makes sense, but they, but, 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 but they're like specifying that. Uh, since then, two other women have come out mm-hmm. and accused him of not only sexual assault, but rape. I think I said last week, I was like, yo, I, if Diddy's probably cutting more than one check. I think that it's going to get so big to where he can't cut all these checks. I think it's just going to be in the court of public opinion. He may be now soured. I mean. And that's fine. Diddy is 50 years old. Boo hoo. And rich (laughs) as fuck. Yeah. Boo hoo. Now for the rest of his life, he's now uh, a rapist. It, they're not gonna take his homes. They're not. He's gonna still be Sean Diddy Combs. He is. He's gonna always have people who's gonna fight for him. He's not letting one drip of any of these cases get to any court of law, because he will end up Bill Cosby. Yeah, I mean, unless so I mean, he listen, cut like, the check. yeah, he's gonna do something. Tiffany Haddish was <laughs> uh, found in Beverly Hills on Beverly Drive in her car, sleep behind the wheel. Yeah. This is the second time in two years that she's been behind the bar, behind a, a car. They're going to take that bitch's license. Well, and, and Uber take her license, too, because this bitch could call you. Uh, it's raggedy hoes who know how to call Uber. <laughs> I'm one. Tiffany has enough money to pay for Uber. You damn skippy. She's not broke no more. She's, she's not, not homeless. She's not feed the children no more. So I don't know why she's not calling people. I think that that's, that's I, even I more reckless than anything. You know what's interesting? I found that in L.A. it's really hard to get pulled over. Like, I got pulled over six to eight times a year in New York. Mm-hmm. And I have not been pulled over one time in Los Angeles. Not once. In almost four years. And so I wonder if it's the neighborhoods or the types of cars Tiffany probably has a nice car. This is probably and probably is driving through rich neighborhoods. This probably leads to a more proneness of getting, of getting pulled over. I think that's this. Well, is. she's in Beverly Hills. I mean, when she was in Atlanta filming that movie, I don't know what she was doing. Well, just again to give context, she was found. She was leaving. They had a lie, a laugh factory Thanksgiving performance just to like give back. Sure. Yesterday, it's clearly she got wasted. She gets sure. in the car and she's found asleep behind the wheel. And there's video on TMZ of her being arrested, apprehended, and walked to the car. I think the conversation is why is Tiffany Haddish drinking and driving? From just a money standpoint, because I understand why the why a common person and when I say common, I mean of a socioeconomic. I can Someone understand, who can't afford an Uber. I can understand why that person may not be thinking of Ubers. Sure. But I do not understand why someone, or not even fuck that. Let's even make it a little more truthful. Because I know people who are not even nowhere near her level in this city who have drivers. And they don't even have her money. 
And I ain't talking about Ubers. I'm talking about drivers where if you have a gig, you can tell them you can hire a driving company to pick your ass and take your ass to where you go. Yeah. So I don't understand why she she is not only if if she's too big for Ubers, because maybe she feels like she's too big of a star for Ubers. Which is not true. People think a lot of things in their mind. I wonder why. I don't know. It's something about the pattern of it. Like, it's something very reckless about that to me. Like, but it also makes me a little upset because it feels intentional. I no, I don't think it's intentional. But I imagine that because why don't you think it's intentional? Because no one wants a DUI. Um, the, there's there's very little logic. But why are that. you? But why will you knowing a being famous also knowing you like to drink? Why will you keep drinking and driving? So there. There's a couple reasons why that might be the case. Don't say one. What I imagine is that it's not like wanting a DUI because that just that just doesn't make sense. They're expensive. They don't look good. It's not generally good on you. Like your your like record kind of. So like it's not like the concept isn't that great. Tiffany Haddish's image isn't like I'm a f- isn't like a Lindsay Lohan Paris Hiltony type of image. Where like oh like me getting a DUI is like kind of like a part of the brand maybe. It's not. She's like almost like she does like family shows and kids like that. Tiffany Haddish might be a drunk. That's what it might be. She might be an alcoholic. Which is why I said that's I more, think that's that, more likely. That's different. But than that's, it. But that's, that's, that's much different than it being in, intentional. Um, but I think that if you, Corey, are if you are if you are getting also, in a car because also, you are drunk and you are not if because you know your body, you know I, who you are. So if you wait, wait, if you're getting in a car and you know that you like to drink. When I say intentional, I don't mean that she was intentionally wanting a DUI. I mean that it's intentional because it's fucking reckless. Well, I am saying this. There's a couple pieces. You, If you are someone who drinks a lot, you might be much notably more functional at a point oh eight at, at the level that is like, like, like a DUI than someone else because you drink a lot. Your body is used to metabolizing booze. But so you, you see behind the wheel. Way. Now, what I would... What I don't know is if Tiffany Haddish got pulled over for driving erratically. She was asleep. She wasn't, she wasn't driving. So she was parked. She was parked, yeah. That She was drunk. Because clearly when that they got her, different. I think when they gave her the drug test, like That's, when they gave her the test, she couldn't, yeah. she couldn't function, which is that, why they had to arrest if her. If you get pulled, if you, if you were someone who was drinking and you were in the car driving and you realize that you are too drunk to drive and you pull over and park the car... That's what you should do. That is the correct thing to do. I've done that. So why do they apprehend her? Probably because her keys were in the ignition. Yeah, I think it was on. She probably car fell was asleep on. with the car on. And so that But they're will not get just you saying you fell asleep in the car. They said it's a DUI. No, that will be a DUI. I, but I, I, what I know is that she's not like, you know... Attempt. She's not attempting to get a DUI because it's not good for the brand. It's not. It's not a great look, um, and that she might drink a lot. Comedians drink a lot, and that means what? That she probably does need to be Ubering more places. Yeah, that's the point. That she needs to be Ubering more places because she drinks a lot. And, but and a lot. Of I don't mind her drinking. A lot of comedians drink a lot. A lot of people. Yeah, drink. I don't mind anyone drinking. I'm that, I'm that type of person. I'm not drinking that much, but I don't give a shit what anyone do. Personally, now, if it get to interfering with how, if you, if your drunkenness interfered with our relationship, 
Yeah. Then I get to tell you back up where I change. So I don't think that that is the case. If you're like drunk, you're driving like erratically, like you're a danger to people on the road. And that's a problem. Right? And I think that completely. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should get behind the wheel when you're drinking. Um, You need to know like your limits. You need to be also able to to do like drunk math because that's also a thing. Like how much you can drink per hour, per how long you've been drinking, per when you can get in the car. Which is, to my point, it's reckless. And I also think it's intentional because we are now seeing a pattern. And the idea that patterns don't be of intent, I don't prescribe it. Well, I mean, there's also a question about, like, the people at the club, the bartenders of the club, her manager. Who else was there and let Tiffany Addish get in her car? She is grown. But you being a bartender, you, you shouldn't be at fault for that. No, but as a bartender, one of the things, okay, this is America. As a bartender, you can be sued. If you, but let's just say, if I serve someone, yeah. if I overserve someone as a bartender, and you go and crash your car, you can come back and sue. But me if you had a Tiffany Haddish the in there telling you, I personally, won't, you can go. Sue but me, if you sue had a personally. Tiffany Haddish, if you had Tiffany Haddish at your bar saying, I won't, uh, what, what's the things you like? Espresso martinis, sure. back to back to back. Sure. At what point can you gauge, or how do you gauge? That I need to stop serving Tiffany Haddish. Either she's, what does that look like? Well, it's it's maybe not that I should stop serving her. That happens sometimes too, where you do need to stop serving right. someone because if someone is like if someone if someone's falling asleep at the bar, if someone is slurring their words, you're not supposed to serve them. Um, and I've cut off many people at the bar, or I've switched out. their asking Will you do that for like someone famous if if push comes to shove? Yeah, because I don't need someone famous fucking suing me. True. Um, the the or or I I'll I'll, I'll relay it off like I'm not going to serve you. Um, or I'll switch out your shots for water. I've done a whole bunch of shit over the years. Right, right. Um, but like w- when someone is drunk, and that's this is me bartender, but this is also me. Like, I'd be like, you know, this is also probably me club promoter. Me, all, do you need a Uber? Do you need a ride home? Right, right. Can I call an Uber? Can I? Because because I I'll, I'll do that. I will. I have called Ubers and charged their cards on the on the thing. I've called, I've called Ubers from my own phone and, and charged the 20 and, and, and it was $20 for someone to go home and I just charged the $20 to their damn card and took it. I think that's smart. I've done that before. I think that's also like what you, what you do. The only reason that I even said it, posed it like that was because when you get to saying things like the manager or the people, I mean, I do think that that's a fair, I think that that personally is a fair assumption. Like what? What does what does Tiffany Haddish look like drunk look like and how do you stop her from driving? I think that that's a legitimate and conversation. Is, yeah, that's like. But I also think that like it is it's something is it, it. I think that it's a great conversation. And for those in this holiday season who are drinking and and partying, have fun, but also be careful. Get your ass in an Uber. Get an Uber. Call your friend because I also know. Sleep on the couch. Sleep on your friend's couch. Uh, do whatever. I'm asleep on the couch type of bitch. You are. I'm Woo. not. But I'm also not one that drinks. So like like that. So I'm not. A, I'm never. And I don't drive. You also, don't drive. You so can, I don't you can drunkenly get your ass home too. Get in an Uber drunkenly. You know, take a train. Drunkenly. If push comes to shove. If I was drunk, drunk. You yeah. Could, yeah, you could just do it. So we could wrap it up. So we. Uh, okay. Let's. Thank you all. Yeah, this was good. For coming in episode two. Yeah, this was good. Of Late Nights with Oko and Coco. Yeah, this I'm was good. Co- I'm Coco. I am definitely Oko. Uh, and I want to repeat the question for you guys to say and tell me what you think. How have 
you changed the most over the last year? And let us know. Let us know. Because I'm interested. And, and if it's some that are good or funny, by the way, I like funny shit. So if it's funny, we'll read it. We will And read I it. will fucking cackle. We'll read it on the guys. show. Yes. We will gladly read it. It don't on the have show. to be, it could be you got more dick this year than you did last year. It could be anything. There is nothing, there is no uh, there's no judgment. I mean, no, there's judgment, but like we're open to Well, there's it. no judgment in the sense that bring the questions. Yeah. Now there's judgment. If you fucking telling me you more racist than you were last year, fuck you. I mean And you, I won't read that. I mean, I'll read it. We whatever. No. Go ahead. No, I'm not I'm not having a person tell me they're more racist. I, I mean, promise you that won't happen on this platform. I more racist? I thank you all for coming. Yeah, let's end. To see late nights with Hoko and Coco. Lost your mind. Episode two, in the can. Okay, I'm hoping that my camera's still on.